Do you like my jumper? Yeah. yeah. You'll never guess when I got this. <laughs> yes, it was, a, it was a Christmas present. I, in fact, I'm wearing it all the time now. I think I've worn it for about the last three weeks. You know, you'd think I, you'd think I would have put on something clean this morning, wouldn't you? But I, but I haven't, yeah. Where has 2018 gone? It's amazing, isn't it? We're talking about um, different verses of Scripture for the year. And, and, and I want to share with you some, just a couple of verses of Scripture that I suppose are, are, are my verses of Scripture uh, for the year. And in fact, almost, almost every year I come back to these verses of, uh, of Scripture. So really, what, what I want to talk about really is you know, how we can just move forward a, a, a bit more in our relationship with God. Are, are you up for that, are you? You're happy for me to speak on that, are you? Just moving forward a bit. Because I don't know about you, but I don't, I don't want to stay where I am. I don't want to stay where I am. I want, to, I want to go forward. So you may say, what are these verses? Turn with me to Philippines. Most preachers, uh, worth their salt of either referred to these verses of scripture or certainly preached on them from time to time. And once again, um, I look to call on here a fellow Irishman. If I go beyond 30 minutes, begin, begin to wave, okay? That's from the time I speak, all right? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, from the time I begin to speak, all right? Uh, I don't want to bore you people. I don't want you people to begin the, the new year by sitting under me for more than 30 minutes. That would be more than anybody um, could handle. But God is good, isn't he? We thank him for his faithfulness in the year that has passed, and we, we trust him for what is ahead. Um, Philippines chapter 3 and verse 12. Once again, very familiar verses of Scripture. Not that I have already attained or obtained all this or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, all right, this year, this is what we all need to do, one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. May God's blessing um, be upon his word this morning. Quite a number of years ago, I had the privilege of uh, going to um, Australia. If there is any, any Australians in here this morning, then good day. Good day to you. Is there any Australian just out of curiosity? No? Okay. Okay. When I was there, I noticed that, was, that there was two animals that were in abundance. You'll never guess what animals they were. It was the kangaroo and the emu. Now, when I think about the kangaroo, I always think about Bushy, don't you? Bushy? It was Bushy, wasn't it? Skippy, sorry. <laughs> Skippy, that's right. Skippy, the bush kangaroo. Skippy, my, my friend. Ever. You must have heard of Skippy, haven't you? If you have a, 
on your right. But then, then there, was the, there was the emu as well. And when I think about the emu, emu, I think about that comedian guy. Was it Rod, Rod Hull? And he had this emu, emu that was always attacking people. I remember him on Parkinson on, on, on White. And Parkinson was actually, he was quite annoyed about it actually. He was actually rolling on the ground with, with Rod Hull and, 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 and the emu. But the reason why I'm talking about kangaroos and, and emus, is that on the Australian coat of arms, you'll see a picture of a kangaroo, and you'll see a picture of uh, an emu. And apparently, there is a significant reason why they are there, because those two animals can only move forward. Because the kangaroo has got a big tail, it can't reverse itself, and because the emu has a, a three toes on its on its foot if it tries to go back it can it will fall over it can only move, move forward now if those animals can only move forward then i i think that god's people can move forward don't you david livingston on one occasion he was he was asked uh, what are your plans for the future? What, where are you going to go? He says, I'm not quite certain where I'm going, just as long as we move forward. And when the children of Israel were on the border of the, of the Red Sea, God said to them through Moses, tell my people to move forward. And so I would say for 2019, let's move forward as, as individuals and as a church. Now, what principles... What principles can we put into practice that will just help us to move forward? And I believe that in this passage of scripture, there are woven some principles that will just help us to move forward in 2019. And just some very simple thoughts. I mean, what would you expect from an Irishman, okay? Just some very simple thoughts. The first one be first one be in this, and oh bless you, she's always supporting me, and fellow Irish lady there. But the first point is this: don't ever think that you've arrived. Now, Paul, he says he says the the same thing here, almost in three different ways. Not that I've already obtained all this, or have already been made perfect. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. Now, I'm going to say something to you that's going to shock you. You might want to hold on to your seat. Or if you're familiar with the person next to you, hold their hand, okay? Is there any bottles of water available anywhere? Because I just know that there's going to be a reaction to this. But what I'm going to say to you that is going to shock you is this. Jim McGlade is not perfect. No, I can see the shock. I can see the shock in somebody. Does anybody need some water? Can we get some water? Uh, and and could, I, could I do something? And it's only because they're not here. Carl Beach is not perfect. <laughs> Dan Gower is not perfect. And Andy and whoever is in leadership within this church they're not perfect. In fact, if they were perfect, they would have nothing to aim for, would they? If they were perfect, they would have nothing to move towards. And I, I have got no problem uh, to go in the footsteps of the Apostle Paul and say, 
I've not arrived yet. I've not arrived. And just think for a second, who's saying this? This is the apostle. This is the apostle Paul. Many considered to be the greatest Christian of all time, the greatest missionary of all time. Just think about the churches that he established and, and the books that he, he uh, uh, brought into being in the New Testament. A large chunk of the New Testament is from the apostle Paul. The people who he influenced, the miracles that he saw. But yet in spite of it all, he says, I'm not there. Now, if Paul was humble enough to admit that, then this guy who is standing before you and the people who are seated before me, we've got to admit as well, hey, we are not there yet. Let me just say something to you. I am an unsatisfied, satisfied Christian. Did you hear that? I'll say it again. I am, because I can see it's, you're, some of you are a bit slow this morning, okay? I am an unsatisfied, satisfied Christian. Now, some people, some people have felt that they've, they've reached it. Apparently, when Alexander the Great when he conquered all worlds, he, he wept because he had no other nations to conquer. Sometimes I, I weep because I see how far short I fall of what God wants in my life. There's more. Do you remember that Irish comedian, Jimmy, is it Jimmy Cricket, is it? What did he used to say? There's more. There's more. <laughs> There's more. There's more to this Christian life than what you're experiencing uh, at the moment. And, and I'll tell you something else I believe. I believe that when God has done a true work of grace within somebody's heart, there's a desire for more grace, for more of Jesus, for more of his blessing in, 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 in our lives. Our friends, at the beginning of 2019, We've got to come to that place where we say, we have not arrived as yet. As, as yet, we have not arrived. When I, I was a youngster, a, a, a teenager, uh, growing up in, in, in Belfast, and I don't want to get into my accent because people are always asking me about my accent. I, I have roots in Canada, okay? But in Belfast, my brother, my older brother, we decided to, to climb one of the large mountains that surround Belfast. And so we began to climb it. And we came across all sorts of things, dead sheep, you name it, we found it. And just when we thought we were getting to the summit, we discovered, oh, goodness, we're not, we're not there yet. There's more. And so we, we proceeded again to go up a, 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 another hill. And we thought that we saw the, 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 the summit. And when we got to that, we discovered we haven't arrived as yet. And you know what? That is like our experience in Christ. Just when we think that we are getting somewhere, we discover that there is more. There's more. I'm not satisfied. And I've been a Christian for over 50 years now. I'm still not well, I am satisfied. I said to you already, I'm an unsatisfied, satisfied Christian. But I'm not satisfied. I haven't arrived yet. There's still so much more. Do you ever hear of 
Pablo Casals? Where have you people been? Come on now. <laughs> a world famous cellist and you haven't heard of? Janet, have you heard of Pablo? Oh my goodness, Mele. She's one of the worship leaders. I can't believe this, you know. Whoops, what's this church coming to? I, don't, I really don't know. Pablo Casals. I mean, he, he performed before uh, presidents and, 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 and royalty. World famous cellist. And on one occasion, he was giving an, an, an interview. He's a, 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 a Spaniard. He was giving an interview for a Spanish newspaper. And the reporter asked him, um, Mr. Casals, you are... And he was 95 at this time. You are acknowledged as the greatest cellist that the world has, has, has ever known. But you still practice six hours a day. Why do you do that? And this was his reply. Because I think I'm making progress. <laughs> wow. By God's grace, I hope I'm making progress. I trust I'll make progress in 2019. But there's more. Don't ever, ever think that you've arrived. I don't think there'd be anybody here who would think that anyways. <laughs> but there's more. And this dissatisfaction that the, Apol the Apostle Paul felt, it just spurred him on. And so at the, begin at the 2018 is gone, 2019, that's humbly acknowledge that we haven't arrived yet. Because if you think you're perfect, then you've got nothing to move forward to. And so, because I realize I'm still not what I should, I realize I've still got a target. <laughs> I realize I've still got something to move towards. So that's the first heading, a very simple one. Don't ever think that you arrived. The second one is this. Don't, over, don't spend your life looking over your shoulder. Now, let's go. Let's go with it. See what he says here. These are familiar words, aren't they? Not that, um, not that I've already obtained all this or have already been made perfect. Um, brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind. Do you know that there are two signs that you're getting old? Some people might say there's more than that. But fundamentally, there's only two. The first one is your, your memory is not quite as good as what it used to be. And the second one is, um, I, can't, I, can't, I can't remember. What it, <laughs> it's the way I tell them. It's the way I tell them. <laughs> now, when Paul said, when Paul said forgetting the things that are or behind it, that, that, that didn't mean that you can literally obliterate. Apparently nothing has ever come close to, to the human mind. I, I have been told, and maybe somebody can correct me, that, that the, the human mind can take in something like 800 memories per second. Our, our problem is as we get older, we just can't recall them as easily as what, as what we used to. But it, it is important to keep our, our, our brains and our minds of, as, as active as they possibly can. I still do crosswords as much as I, I possibly can. Mind you, I cheat most of the time by going on electric computers or whatever. I, I don't know what that, that... Never mind. Okay. But look, we can't... Paul, the Apostle Paul, could never have forgotten about that one time he persecuted the church of Jesus. 
He probably would never have forgotten about, dare I say it, the failures that he had, even as an apostle. I've, I've said this before, I'll, I'll say it again. I, I can't forget that as a 13-year-old as a lad, my, my father effectively deserted my mother and all my siblings. I can't forget that. But I'll tell you what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to let it ruin my life. And I know there's probably people here this morning, and life has thrown some, oh dear, would it be wrong to say crap, but life has thrown some real nasty stuff in your direction. Are you going to sit there and are you going to let it ruin your life? I, I, I think at the beginning of a new year, it's not such a bad thing to say that we're going to forget about the things that, that, that are behind. Now, don't misunderstand me. Last, last week, we had a lovely time. We remembered the Lord. Uh, and Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me. And the Psalms, and I love the Psalm, Psalm 103 is one of my favorites. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. So for 2018, there are things that we'll probably want to remember. And we'll want to say, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his blessings for the year that is gone. But the God who calls us to remember certain things is the same God who calls us to forget certain things. You can go on courses to improve your memory, but I haven't heard of many courses to improve your forgettery. <laughs> you know what our problem is? We remember what we should forget, and we forget what we should remember. Boy, that's profound, isn't it? <laughs> that's, yeah. <laughs> oh, I tell you. I forgot even what I said there. <laughs> I was watching this program a little about elephants this morning. Uh, aren't they magnificent animals, elephants? Just I throw that in. I just think they're incredible. But you know what? After being in church ministry for well over 40 years, I am, I am convinced I have met many Christians who have got elephant blood running in their veins. Do you know why? Because the elephant is the animal that what? Doesn't forget, apparently so. And I've met Christians, and they just can't, they can't forget. And they can't move forward, which is what God wants you to do. They can't move forward because they're always looking over their shoulder, because they can't forget certain things. Oh, the amount of people I've met. One of my favorite movies. Incidentally, I think it's wrong for Christians to go to seminar. I'll just say it in passing. No, I'm only joking you. I, I was there this week with Joe and John. You know, they're, they're as carnal as what I am. Never mind. <laughs> but one of my favorite movies is uh, Chariots of Fire. I love that opening scene, you know, when they're on the beach. I love the music as well. But there's one scene in it where... Um, Harold Abraham was being coached, and the, the, the guy who was coaching him put, him put a picture of these two American uh, uh, runners, and he said, now you've got to beat these guys here. And he, he highlighted that there was one race where it was, this guy was winning, but he looked back 
And because he looked back, he, he lost. And then the coach said, that look back lost him the race. And you know what? If the Apostle Paul was around today, I'm sure he would love to go to the Olympic Games. He would be there because he uses a lot of this kind of imagery in his, in, in his writing and, 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 and in his teaching. And, and the, probably in all probability here, he has the concept of the, of the runner running towards the prize. And he knows that what he's got to do is keep focus and not look back because he knows if he looks back, it'll, it'll deter him from, from going forward. And that's what we need to do. We need to forget certain things. Was it Winston Churchill? I wish I could do an impersonation of Winston Churchill, but I, I won't. But he said, if our present argues with our past, then we have got no future. And for many Christians in the present, their, their present is arguing with their past, and it's destroying their future. We need, to, we need to move forward. Don't, don't spend your life, don't spend 2019 looking over your shoulder. You need to forget, you need to forget certain things. You, you, look, how, how, many, how many failed the Lord in 2018? Anybody else? Just one or two of you, okay. <laughs> some of us, for some of us, it was worse than others, okay? But we, we kind of live with the shame and the guilt of it. And, and we just carry on living our lives, living in, in, in the shame that we messed up and we let the Lord down terribly. And, and once again, it, it, we, we lose focus. We, we, we don't move forward because we're always looking back at all oh, that time. I let the Lord down something. To Look, friends, once you acknowledge that sin to the Lord, guess what? God forgave you. And guess what? God has forgotten about it. There's a verse of scripture, I think it's in Malachi, where uh, Jackie read from this morning. He'll take our sins and he'll cast them into the depths of the sea. Wow, that's a beautiful verse of scripture. I heard a Scottish evangelist talking about that once. And he says, God took my sin, he said, and he buried it in the depths of the sea. And then he put up a sign, no fishing, no fishing. And that's what we need to do. Don't allow the devil to, to, to fish up. It's not without an acknowledgement of truth that the devil is known as the accuser of the brethren. Ah, Dawes, don't you remember that time you messed up? Not that I think that you did mess up, all right? He does, yeah. He whispers, yeah, messed up. Forget about your past fail. Dare I say, even forget about your past blessings because, you know, you've become comfortable and sit on your oar. Forget, forget about, forget about the, the, your past victory. Forget about, forget about... The people that hurt you. My Bible says that love keeps no record of wrongs. Clara Barton was the founder of the American Red Cross. And on one occasion, she was with a friend. And a friend said to her, Clara, do you remember when such and such a person said that terrible, nasty thing about you? And this was her reply, which I think is pure gold. She says, no. I distinctly remember forgetting that. Some of you just need to forget. So, 2019, don't 
if you're going to move forward, don't think that you've ever arrived, because if you do, then you've got nothing to move forward to. Don't, don't live your life looking over your shoulder, because that will stop you moving forward. And, the, and then the last, last thought, ooh, I'm getting on, aren't I? The last thought is this. <coughs> Don't let up on why Jesus saved you. I, I, I want to say this. Jesus did not save you, and I, I hope he has, and, and if he hasn't, if you, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you can this morning. But I'll, I'll say this. Jesus didn't save you just to fill a seat in Redeemer King on Sunday morning. There's something, wow, there's something better. Now, as important as this is, it's only a very small part of your Christian life. Your Christian life is lived out in the workplace with the people that you work with. Etc., etc., etc. Notice what the, the Apostle Paul says here. He says, I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. In other words, on, on the Damascus Road, I'm only picking on Dawes because she's close. Oh, I can do it with Alexis here. There came a day when Jesus got a hold of this man, and Jesus got a hold of you. Now, we have to get a hold of the purpose for which Christ got a hold of us. Understand that. And in 2019, I, I am determined that I'm, I'm going to get a hold of Jesus. I'm going to get a hold of the... I'm not going to let up on why Jesus saved me and why he came into my life. In 1985, off the coast of Newfoundland, Newfoundland, or however you pronounce it, a man by the name of Robert Ballard made quite a significant dis discovery in the depths of the North Atlantic. Any ideas as to what it was? Des, right? The Titanic, that's right. Made in the city of my birth. If you're ever in Belfast, you've got to go and see the Titanic Museum. Which reminds me of a story when, when I was with Vivian on one occasion, and we were on this boat uh, going from, from Liverpool to Belfast. And the front of the boat is what? Is that the stern or the bow? I always get the two of them mixed up. What is it? What, what, what's the front of the boat? The bow, right. Well, we were at the bow of the boat. And Vivian was looking out. And I came up behind her and I grabbed her and I pulled up her arms and I went, do, 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 do. She says, get away from me, you stupid man. I don't know why. I don't know why she was embarrassed. I was just trying to be romantic. But she shunned me. She shunned me. Don't, oh, I tell you, woman, whenever your husband shows any acknowledgement, but she only thought I was joking. But there was a seriousness in it as well. Right. Sorry, I'm digressing a little bit. Ready? Robert Ballard, he found the Titanic. This is what he said. My first direct view of Titanic lasted less than two minutes. But the stark sight of her immense black hole 
towering above the ocean floor will remain forever ingrained in my memory. My lifelong dream was to find this great ship, the one thing he wanted to do. My lifelong dream was to find this great ship, and during the past 13 years, the, the quest for her had dominated my life. I want to ask you, what dominates your life? What's going to dominate your life? Paul said this one thing. I, I'm dominated by this thought. I want to grab hold of that for which Christ took hold of my life. And Christ took hold of his life. I, I believe to, to know. I, I, I want to get to know Jesus better in 2019. I was just thinking about it this morning. My knowledge of him is so small. I want to get to know him better. All together now, getting to know you. Come on, getting to know all. <laughs> I'm surprised you even came to hear me preach, honestly. <laughs> you, must have, you must have been really desperate, you know, that the only thing I can do is go and hear this crazy guy, you know, speak. But, but hey, hey, what, mu what musical is that from? The King and I, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you know your musicals, don't you? Yeah, yeah. getting to know you. Getting to know and make him known. Oh, in 2019, Jesus said, this is life eternal, that, that they might know you, the one true God in Jesus Christ. Oh, in 2019, I, I want to take hold of the reason for which Christ took hold of me, and that was to, to know him. Because in the previous verses, I didn't read this morning, he said, Paul said, that I might know him and the power of his resurrection. That was the thing, I think, that he was trying to get hold of more than anything else. The knowledge of Christ. And I tell you, when that happens, everything else seems to fall into place. To know him. The ancient, the first century Jews had a, had a saying that they used to say to one another. This is the first century Jews. They used to say, may the dust of your rabbi rest upon you. And by that they meant, as you follow your teacher, and you can imagine the, the dusty roads of Palestine or Israel, or whatever you want to call it, they would kick up dust. And the blessing used to be, may the dust of your rabbi rest upon you. In 2019, I, I, I want to follow after my great teacher, my Jesus. I want to follow so close to him that the dust his feet kicks up will, will rest upon me and that I'll be a dusty Christian. The dust of his character will just rest upon me that I might know him and, and, and make him known and, and serve him. This is, I probably hadn't in, in, intended to, to say this. Oh, time to stop. Maybe that is. Used to be an old, used to be an old Gary, how many of you remember Gary Cooper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, well, I knew you would, Rex. I mean, you knew Noah, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's only people who you're friendly with they can talk to like that. <laughs> 
sorry. <laughs> You'll talk to me later. Okay. This old Gary Cooper movie was called The Hangman's Tree, right? And there was one scene where Gary Cooper, he comes across this guy who is lying and he's dying. And Gary, Gary Cooper comes to him and he digs the bullet out and he pours the water on him and he gets him better. And, and after a couple of weeks when the guy had completely revived, he, he comes to the Gary Cooper and he says, you, you saved my life. What can, I, what can I do for you? And Gary Cooper said, you're going to serve me. You're going to serve me for the rest of your life because that's how long you would have been dead if I hadn't saved you. There should be a desire within all our hearts to serve Jesus, to know Jesus for the rest of our lives, for all eternity, friends, because, you know, that's how long we would have been lost if Jesus hadn't have saved us. So my, my, verses, my verses for the new year... And almost every year I come back to these verses. The beginning of 2019, I haven't, I haven't reached it yet. I'm dissatisfied. And because I'm dissatisfied, I've got something to aim for. I've got something to move forward to. And I, I'm, I'm not going to live 2019 looking over my shoulder, looking at, after my failures, because, because I know what that will do. It'll stop me moving forward. And then in 2019, like never before, I'm, I'm going to take hold of the purpose for which Christ took hold of my life. And once again, it's more than just sitting in a seat. It's to be a, an impact on this world, to know Christ and to make him known. Can, can you just bow your heads and, 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 and pray with me? Yes, Lord, we all acknowledge that we're not there yet. We thank you that the future is bright. 2019, the future is bright because there's the possibility for us to get to know you even better. Help us to forget about the shackles of the past, those things that would hinder us, and, and make a fresh commitment at the beginning of, of this year to take hold, to take hold, and never lose sight, and never let up as to why you saved us. And, and when we do that, we, we know that 2019 will be a better year than 2018. Thank you for your word. Thank you that it is quick and it's powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. Thank you that it penetrates our spirits. You said that your word will never return unto you void. We believe that. Speak to hearts. If there's anybody here this morning as well, Lord, who as yet has not even come to faith in Christ, I, I pray that today uh, might be a new day for them. In Jesus' name. Amen. One thing I did not say is that when we come to Jesus, it's... It's not a stopping place, it's a starting point to an exciting new venture. Bless you. Thank you very much.